2: And welcome, and thank you, as always, for joining. Delighted to be spending our Saturday with you. have a great show, as always, for you. Many ways you can reach us. You can get us on Twitter, uh, Marcia Collier. I'm at RealMarkCohen. You can get us on our Facebook page, which is Computer and, Technology and if you want to tweet us, tchat how, Marcia?
0: I'm in the tchat.io tech radio room. So if you want to tweet to us during the show, please, please, please tweet us with the hashtag Tech Radio, and I want to welcome Kurt Boothman and Uncle Bill and Fashion Cougar Fashionista and a couple of other people who have tweeted this morning. Thank you. Uh, that's great. And also, don't forget our Facebook page, Computer and Technology com. We're trying to build an audience. It's hard. <laughs>
2: It is hard, and we'd like, it. and we've had a few uh, new likes on it. And if you're listening to us, we know we got lots of listeners out there. So uh, please check that page out because we are posting on a regular basis. Uh, how was your Valentine's Day last week?
0: It was okay. We, uh, you know, it, it was great. We went out to dinner. It's you know, it's Valentine's Day. Roses, candy, flowers, all that. I wow, how uh, romantic I'll,
2: this all sounds.
0: Oh yeah, it's it's wonderful, I have a wonderful romantic husband who makes every day Valentine's Day.
2: Yeah. So, uh,
0: I wanted excellent. to ask you though, do you have the first generation Kindle from 2007 or did you update yours?
2: Uh, you know, I don't really use the Kindle because it's on my iPhone. Uh, I did exactly. originally have one, yeah I had one originally.
0: Exactly, I have one originally and I of course registered it with Amazon which then gives you the right to use Kindle on every device known to mankind, right? I mean, all your phones, tablets, laptops. Well, there are people who are still using that Kindle. I've got mine tucked in a drawer somewhere. I haven't logged into it in ages. And then they try to use the original Kindle. It seems that the older devices, version 1 and 2 of the Kindle, you can no longer log into the Amazon Kindle store and once you do a factory reset cuz you want to mm-hmm. fix it cuz you can't log in right. yeah period you, you can't even log into your account so don't well, touch surprising. your well don't touch yeah. your original kindle keep it in the drawer that's why you can access things
2: i mean it's hard to believe that it's been 2007 so we're talking about 10 years since the original Kindle came out. So I, I su- suppose people were lucky that they supported it for that long because a lot well, of people I mean, don't get support for years. I don't see why years.
0: I don't see why they shouldn't. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, you should, can't certainly. the point is you can't even register on the site with it anymore. Yeah, which that's seems sad. a little yeah, that's a little sad. So, so also well. I I heard, yeah, you know, I I got a bundle of stuff and and I know we're going to talk about it. You watch Star Trek, right?
2: I do. I, You know, I, I was a Star Trek fan. I wasn't a Star Trek fanatic, but I was certainly a Star Trek fan.
0: Well, I was a fanatic. But anyway, it seems that they have come up with something almost like Geordi's visor in Star Trek.
2: Yeah, yeah he was which blind allows, show. Right, right. which show. Allo- yeah, right.
0: right, he was. Um, but it allows legally blind people to see. Now, legally blind doesn't mean blind, blind, blind.
2: Correct.
0: It means that they have some, some kind of sight.
2: imagery. They can see certain images and things.
0: Right. Well, it seems the eSight Three, which is a new visor, has a camera that works with high-resolution displays and optical prisms ooh, in the headset, mm. which will restore sight to those with low vision. Yeah, that's the pretty video cool. image is presented to the user in a way that can overcome their the cause of their vision loss. And I know my mother had macular degeneration, and her vision mm. was going before she died. And this is a horrible thing, and it even helps macular degeneration. Did you see the story?
2: Yeah, I'm looking at it, uh, where they get losses from diabetes complications and, and yeah. uh, rather than glaucoma. And, I, I mean, I think that's great. I think if that works well, wow. We have, um, um, I, I know a kid who's about 14 who plays on a basketball team who is legally blind but is able to play basketball it's the most remarkable thing i've ever seen and so i you know he sees the images and things but he doesn't right. see them clearly uh, and that's tough you know that's really well yeah, tough to they, they
0: mentioned in the article there was a, a woman who when she was 7 years old was diagnosed with stargardt disease which is a juvenile form of macular degeneration mm-hmm. as a result she had a blind spot that blocks 98% of her vision field
2: yeah that's crazy and
0: Believe it or not, by using this visor by this company that has liquid lens technology, uh, it's called the e eSight 3. For any of you who want to look it up or have an issue, I think it's great. have no idea how much it costs. have no yeah, idea I if it's that. covered I didn't by see insurance. A price on it either. But if it works, that's amazing. That's, yeah, amazing. that's pretty cool.
2: You found something about uh, Apple trying to uh, fight the right to repair legislation.
0: Right? Now, um, people do I didn't even know this existed. This, this yeah, wasn't even a not. thing, right? You remember in the old days, and I'm sure some of our listeners who are over 20, like Mark Bernhardt and Jim Katzeman, right. Linda Sherman, I'm sure that they opened up computers back in the day and put in cards. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we did what we used to call computer surgery.
2: Oh, right? of course. We all did that in the day.
0: Well, but we know that we can't do this on the tablets. We can't do right. this on the phones. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know I did because, you know, yeah, they tell you it invalidates the warranty, but if your warranty's over, what the hay anyway, right? <laughs>
2: yeah, for sure, right.
0: But it seems that there are several states that are proposing an electronics right to repair legis- legis- legislation mm-hmm. which will force the manufacturers to allow the public, and, you know, one of the companies who's, you know, like a fix-it chain that, you know, fixes cell phones and puts in new screens and stuff, technically, they can't even do it, too.
2: Yeah, it's the warranty.
0: Well... Yeah, you know, it's repair.org. The bill nationwide is being pushed by repair.org, a trade organization made up of independent repair shops who say their companies have been harmed in an attempt by manufacturers to gain a monopoly over the repair business. Right. Mainly because they won't give out uh, parts. They can't buy parts. They can't buy service manuals. And when you think about it, it should be all, uh, we should be able to do this.
2: Well, yeah, with our own devices. I mean, Apple makes a lot of money on their extended warranties, and most people buy the extended warranty on an Apple product because... They can't get it, they can't do just exactly what you said. They gotta go to Apple to get it repaired. They can't take it to their own source. They can't open it up. They can't look inside. I'm not even sure, frankly, though, if you opened up an Apple iPad or a phone, you would be a professional maybe, but an individual would never be able to repair it. It's not like well, those on, days in computers well, honestly, where we could
3: do no, that.
0: No, honestly, Mark, we have to go back that I opened a Samsung tablet. And we repa- We replaced the battery and the plug part, you know, where you plug mm-hmm. the power cable. The plug cable. part, yeah. The plug part. <laughs> the plug part, term. right. Yeah. Um, but it was very easy. It's it's there, It's but would have helped. Luckily, the people we bought the parts from gave us a schematic and showed right. us what to do. But there's no reason. I mean, like if an iPhone screen shatters, do they cover that? Or do they charge Uh, you for it? Well, it depends on whether you
2: have a warranty. If you have a warranty, uh, you know that's a really good question. Yes, if you have the extended warranty, I believe they do cover it. If you don't have an extended warranty, it's 139 bucks. Happen to know this because I had a screen break twice in two weeks after replacing it. Not, I mean, it didn't break. I dropped the phone twice and it uh, broke. So uh, I do believe if you have the warranty. If someone out there knows this for sure, please tweet us or call us or whatever. But I do Hashtag believe that they radio. will. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I do believe that it's covered under the warranty.
0: Well, the point is, if you could buy the part, or if you could go to a store and have it fixed for sixty bucks, right? Um, these brands are trying, and Samsung has the same gig going too. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's out of warranty, they'll look at it for seventy bucks, right? And then let you know how much it's going to cost to fix. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's expensive to do this stuff. If that you could take it
0: to Joe Blow's tablet repair. And if we remember, we used to have a guy, remember we used to take our computers to and he used to build computers. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Foo. Yeah. Jimmy Foo.
2: Jimmy Fuller is still probably in business if you need somebody to repair your computers. You know, I am assuming he's still in business. It's, you know, it's so easy now with computers that it's
0: Yeah, but the know, point is need. why shouldn't these small businesses Absolutely. Uh, be extended. I mean, AT&T is arguing against it. Why AT&T I got nothing. Yeah, right, AT&T, Apple, uh, the other brands are jumping uh, IBM is jumping in. There've been bills proposed in New York and What's interesting is even the American Farm Bureau Federation right. has endorsed the right to repair legislation because when they buy a John Deere tractor, there's the, the electronic stuff you know, in the tractor now that right. tells right, you all the things, just like cars. Now, when you're a farmer, aren't you used to repairing your own stuff yeah, and going so. in there? And if they could get schematics and they could figure it out. So this is a big deal, and and uh, I'm going to start listening about it. I mean, if they're so concerned about exploding batteries, just put a warning label on it and tell customers how to replace them.
2: Simple. Just so you know, before I mow my lawn, I always repair my John Deere tractor because it's a pretty cool thing. It's got uh, racing stripes down it and everything. I, I'm a big fan of that.
0: Yeah. So I want to, before we go on, say hello, Mark Bernhardt. Good to see you, Valencia yeah and guys. uh Valencia, be sure to tell your friend about that visor that's very cool and Jim Katzeman i h d Linda sherman Marvin Funtime seven 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 uh Ray Gordon, good to see everybody so yeah, you
2: and we, you I don't know if you folks want to join us or if you're in the Southern California area, but Marcia, I have started building an ARC because we've had you know, six months of rain, it seems like, and 12 inches yesterday or something. So if anyone wants to join in on my project, uh, text me. <laughs> we'll be right back. Don't go away.
0: This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
1: Six eight one three.
4: Talk, talk to me.
0: WSradio.com
1: Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
2: Okay, Marsha, so we heard for a long time about Google Fiber. Then it kind of disappeared. Why? Right,
0: and you remember that I gave my theory as to why. And that was that they hadn't planned properly for the last mile. Well, guess what? The truth came out. They didn't plan properly for the last mile. Um, Part of the problem is simply that expanding fiber broadband was always going to be a huge undertaking. And they were going to face big hurdles. Laying miles of cables takes time and money. Um, Everyone who's done fiber to the home gave up because it costs way too much money and takes way too much time. Right. right and then there's the regulatory hurdle of called the pole attachment that technically if AT&T owns the pole and they don't want you there they you can't go there so that's it folks no google fiber it was a fantasy and what i don't understand mark i mean you being in finance that a company that big would put this big project in action without thinking it through
2: <laughs> well i don't know you know they they yes i Yes, as they thought it through, but when you've got a company this big that has a, a gazillion dollars, they can afford to start projects that don't always come to fruition, and, and I expect in this case, they did some research, they, you know, did the mile, they put the stuff in, and they went, mm, probably not going to make enough money about the, on this, let's just shut it down. So yeah, it happens. Right. You know, it yeah, does happen. Yeah, good planning.
0: So listen, yeah. have you ever traveled, and I use the TSA locks on my luggage? Yep. Uh, have you ever found your luggage with a little note inside saying, "Your luggage has been inspected by the TSA. Your check you know, baggage."
2: The answer to that would be, is an easy no because I travel more locally than anything, and I don't. I almost never check baggage. So, in your check baggage, which I assume is what you're talking about, I've never right, seen that. Right. Right.
0: Okay. Well, when I go on long trips, and I go on a lot of long trips, I'll be going to Barcelona for Mobile World Congress next week. Mm-hmm. So what do I do if I don't want my luggage? And what do you do if you don't want your luggage uh, opened? Yeah, The things that trigger a TSA search when they put it through the x-ray machine, yep. personal le- electronics, always put those in your carry-on, hair right. dryers, curling irons, yet those should be in your luggage, but I'm going to tell you how to fix that layer. Later, uh, iPods, music pa- uh, players, connecting cables, wires, battery chargers, shoes, which is interesting, especially shoe soles, books, toiletries, shampoo, soap, hair care products, uh, paper reports, books, lotions, perfumes, and food stuff. Now you think, you know, I carry this. I have to have my shoes, <laughs> right? <laughs> Why? This this is a thing, right? So. Yeah there is a way that you have to pack your bags when you pack your bags keep like things together if you have a hair curler or a hair dryer or something similar put that at one end of the suitcase along with your shoes like at the bottom if you have other electronic stuff that you need to keep mm-hmm. um, which are technically IED components You know, that could be looked at as a triggering mechanism, right? Cables. Mm -hmm. A detonator, an iPod, could be mistaken. A main explosive could be a package of oatmeal that you're taking because you're afraid of the food where you're going. Uh, Hey, I do that. Be sure you pack all this at separate ends of the suitcase. And, And shoes and toiletries and things all look the same. So how to pack your luggage? Just... Put books, toiletries, and shoes and any souvenir food items at the bottom. Pack your clothes on top of them. And lastly, put electronics and electro- electrical stuff that are going through check bag at the top of your clothes. That way it has a physical barrier that separates everything and it tells the TSA that you're trying to be safe.
2: You know, how often, and I don't know the answer to this, how often do they? does the TSA, do they always scan your checked bags or
0: is uh, well, that a random search? They always, 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 all check bags go through an x-ray machine. They do? If okay, they, that's interesting. Yes. So if they see something, then it gets put on another hopper, and somebody actually goes through it.
2: Yeah. Well, that's, good. So, and that's actually good to know, because I was not aware that they checked every bag that went on a plane.
0: Yes, every bag gets x-rayed. So when you go on these long trips, do you ever – you go to Europe – you ever get jet
2: lag? Uh, no, I'm pretty good. I, it, it doesn't really phase me that often. I'm pretty good about watching the time and go, staying up as late as I have to to catch up or going to sleep or so on and so forth. But uh, Right, there well, are, sure. I found
0: extra tips other than those, because I always follow those, right? Right. When you get to your destination, mm-hmm. elevate your feet against a wall or a headboard for five to ten minutes. In other words, put your butt right next to the wall or headboard. Okay. Stick all your right. legs straight up. One flight attendant said they compared it to putting tea leaves through a strainer, essentially draining all fluid from your legs and leaving the muscle fibers less saturated. Isn't that which interesting? I thought was, okay. yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yep. Also, don't sleep late the first day. Mm-hmm. And here was another one: load up on carbs. Huh. Now I don't eat a lot of carbs, but they—they, they, the experts say—that high levels of insulin have been shown to help your body adjust from regular feeding and resting schedule to a new one. So if you're traveling between time zones, feel free to have something at Dunkin' Donuts or go straight to the pizza when you land. So I, you honestly,
2: go. that is truly one of the best tips I've ever heard. Isn't the ability it? to eat carbs. <laughs> oh my God! I want bagels. I, I want sandwiches. You know.
0: Uh this it's my it's my new thing. I got it. It was on the internet, so it must be true.
2: <laughs> and if you travel a lot, you will also need to have uh some kind of way to lose weight cuz you'll be packing away the pounds as you eat the carbs. But that's okay. What a way to go. I like but it.
0: But you yeah, you know that that's a thing. Yeah, actually even though I don't eat properly when I'm traveling, I put yep. on weight cuz I eat weird stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Donuts and well no Apple I don't pie. but I just no?
0: Oh and then there was one more travel tip which I think is really important that I did not know. Did you know that charging your phone in public ports uh exposes you to a vulnerability?
2: Yeah, you know, this is the issue we've been talking about. We talked about it I think last week about connecting to Wi Fi networks. So this is a new one in terms of ch- uh charging. But it's just anything charging, you, do in you know, they
0: have those yeah. they have those Samsung things. And this is even more dangerous than using Wi-Fi, I've found out. Using a USB port or an outlet in public Mm -hmm. can cause hackers to be able to see your stuff. And how does that happen? Um, You go to a public charging station. They're all over airports. you You use plugs. Remember that the cord that you use to charge your phone is also used to send data from your phone to other devices right. okay so like when you plug your iphone into your apple computer with the charging cord you can download photos right yeah so sure. it's something called juice jacking which allows uh, a hacker uh, access to your email text message photos contacts um, i'm tweeting an article about it today um even even seeing your phone's video display to record mm-hmm. everything you type and look at, it's called juice jacking, and it's a real problem, and I had no idea. I'm always plugging in, you know, my battery's a little low. Right, get of course, some right. More. Yeah, well, no, not a smart idea to charge your phone in public. And the main defense against this, I do have several of them, and I'm going to carry more now, are, you know, the portable power packs. Portable
2: chargers, of course.
0: Right, we've reviewed them. Carry your own power. power. Now, you can charge those in a public outlet because those are not connected with a data cable.
2: Well, right. I I mean, you know, you just have to be – we've heard about this for years, uh, devices that scan your credit card. So, you know, if you're at the – anywhere, if you're in an ATM – or if you're at a, a getting gas at a station, there are devices that will scan your credit card information. I don't know what you do about that one, but as Marcia said, certainly be very careful about using the wi fis Be very careful about charging. And it isn't that expensive to buy a, a secondary battery to keep with you. It's a pain in the butt to do it, but it's better yeah, than right. somebody of your data. And they they're are heavy. heavy. Yeah. That's yeah. annoying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I used a Mophie for a long time on my cell phone as a backup, and then I took it off because they hadn't made one yet for my iPhone 7, and I realized how much or how much lighter it is to carry around without the battery. So I said, eh, I'm not going to do this. And the battery did get better anyway. But, yeah, you got to be careful with everything that you do. And uh, it's sad that we live in that kind of world, but that is the case. Speaking you know, of, real
0: quick, I put yeah. up a Twitter poll that I'd love everybody to look for, hashtag tech radio, because I'm going to Mobile World Congress. You know, we say... What the heck can the else can they do to a phone? What is going to be the magic that they think they're going to unload on us that we're going to want to buy, right? So there are a lot of things. You know, the processor on the phone. How much memory you have RAM on the phone. You know, two, three, four gigabytes. Some have even 8 gigabytes that I hear are coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, 2 gigabytes is technically the bare minimum um, because when you're running apps you need extra memory. And yeah, is a micro sure. SD card slot important to you? It is kind of to me because I love to unload all my pictures and videos to keep them on my phone onto a micro SD card. Yep. How important is a new camera to you? How many megapixels do you really need? <laughs> uh, you know, well that's with the, the a case, camera. you really don't. Yeah, I mean, well, megapixels one of have the gotten things, out of control. One of the things they have been doing, which I think is cool, is like on my Huawei phones, you can set it to auto, which is just like an iPhone camera, or you can right. set it to pro mode, where you can change the ISO, you can change the shutter speed, you can cha- you can handle it like a real camera. Fast yep, charging, true. fingerprints and more, please look for my tweet and answer the poll, I want to know, so I can answer your questions when I get back.
2: And by the week, coming up next, and a lot more, don't go away.
0: This is Marsha Collier here with Mark Cohen and on Twitter and WS Radio, the worldwide leader in internet
1: talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
3: You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSradio.com can be there too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple, and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com.